Are you guys ready for some comedy? That was some bullshit. I said, who's ready for some comedy? There we go. Please welcome back to the stage your host for the evening, Jake Silverman! Alberta Street, how you doing? Oh, all right. Guys, thank you for being here. Uh, my name is Jake. I'm the host, the guest host tonight. Your normal host, Joanne Schindler, is out doing comedy elsewhere, but she's going to be here in a little bit to do a guest set. So if you're here just for her, you will still see her. I promise. She will be here. One, two, four people just for her. So good. She needs that in her life desperately. So I'm glad you guys said that. Uh, just uh, first off, before we start, this is being recorded live for a podcast. Joanne does a monthly thing where she releases one of the shows as a podcast, Control Yourself Podcast. This is tonight, so your guys' laughs will be recorded if you're trying to hide your identity, if you have some weird laugh that is going to like tip off some weird stalker you have, and they know that you love local Portland comedy, tonight's the night where it will be online. So if you have a problem with that, just tape your mouth shut or some shit. I have no idea what you can do now, but here we go. So my name is Jake. I'm the host. How are you guys? Give it up for yourselves for being here. Thank you, guys. Show could not happen without you. It's been a crazy day. Sun's out. People, anybody go downtown? Yeah? What side of the argument were you on? <laughs> All right, here we go. Nazis always got to be combative. Great. Always got to be mad. Chill, Nazis. We're fine. For those of you uh, listening to this podcast in the future, today in Portland, there was a protest between about 200 people who like Trump and 1,500 other people who don't like that. Those people like Trump. So there's two of the Trump supporters in the audience tonight, and we're happy to have them because we welcome everyone from all over the political spectrum to come and enjoy comedy. I don't know if you'll like any of the jokes you'll hear because I don't think any of the comics are on your side. Uh, I have branded you the Trump supporters for the show. And I know that you clearly don't like that and aren't taking this joke well, just like a Trump supporter would do. So good on you, lady. The left is winning. We're not eating each other. Okay, so that's good. Good stuff. Off to a hot start. It's nuts. I want to know, do you think any, any of the Nazis were converted by having those protesters there? I always, like, I don't, for me personally, I think, yeah, you're shaking your head. It was a fun day in the sun for you gals. I'm sure you had a great time out there getting shot at by the police. The not, what'd you say? They're still not, exactly. Thank God, fascism died today as a chicken wing hit that Nazi in the face. That is the antidote. Throw some chicken on it, and you know, the Nazis are gone. The Jews should have tried that. My people should have tried that in the 40s. Oh, it's the chicken wings that are gonna stop you from killing all of us. Why didn't we think of this? It's all right. I, it would be funny if you just saw one guy like, God, these educated white liberal Portlanders are right. I've been stupid though. Get these patches off of me. I'm joining their side, but it didn't, I don't think it happened, so we live to fight another day. Uh, that's cool. I am a, I'm a straight white dude. Uh, thank you for the support. Uh, no, it's fine. Don't clap. That's a, a, a pity clap. We're white dudes, man. We get it. We're not popular anymore. We're having a bit of a merchandising issue. 
because no one is buying our shit like they used to, okay? It's nuts. We're like that brand Fila, you know? We used to be dope like 20 years ago, and now no one wants to wear us, and that's fine. Other shoes need to be worn, you know? All the straight white dudes are just like going on Ancestry.com, just like, just give me one. We're not finding those, so, yeah, purebreds, I guess, for some reason, but. It's crazy, we're trying to figure it out. Right now, we just, the thing is, like, all white guys, we get it. No one likes us, we just don't want to be the worst one. That's our whole goal. We don't want to be the worst white dude. So what we've done is we start shitting all over other white guys to distance ourselves. The popular thing in Portland is that we shit all over white guys with dreads. We hate them for some reason. We absolutely <laughs> loathe these guys for some reason. I have no idea why. I don't understand the hate. Those dudes have always just tried to get me high. They've been some of the friendliest white people I've ever met, honestly. I don't know why the beef is there with these dudes. They've been chill. They've been super chill. I told that joke at a comedy club, and a guy, white guy with dreads, came up, gave me a joint after. He's like, I'm just trying to help. I'm just trying to help. I was like, you're so brave, because everybody hates you for your haircut, and you still stay with it. Bravery, you know? I don't understand the hatred for the white dreads, especially in Portland, because we, if you'd want to admit, is that we've openly accepted the Nazi haircut. Do you know that haircut? It's the flag, you know, I, it's this kind of, they kind of cower when they have, you know, they have, it's like short on the side, anti-Semitic up top, do you know what I'm saying? It's just very handsome men have it. Sexy Nazis out there in the streets these days. It's weird because that haircut, the Nazi haircut and Nazis came back at the same time. It's confusing. Go on a Friday night and you're like, are you trying to get laid or kill me? I have no idea what that haircut you should. Guys, gorgeous. I know this joke is weird because like one out of three dudes has a haircut in this room right now and they're like, oh, not, oh, not me, man. One for every Reich is what I say. One for every Reich, that haircut. It's crazy. Good old Nazis. I've had a couple run-ins with Nazis in my time in Portland. Last summer I went swimming, and I wanted to go somewhere exotic. I went to Vancouver. I went to Vancouver, Washington. Went swimming, I went to this beautiful swimming hole, and it was like chock full of white supremacists. Uh, river Nazis, they're just <laughs> special brand, you know what I'm saying? They weren't the dope Nazis with nice uniforms and shit, they had like wife beaters and jean shorts, really. The kind of Nazi you snub your nose at, obviously, you, know, you look down at these types of Nazis. And I had never seen, like, a daywalker Nazi before, honestly. Like, this is the first time I've ever seen these. I'm like, whoa, you guys are having fun in the sun. And uh, it was a weird time. They had, you know, they were killing it at the river. They were having a much better time than me, honestly, at the river. That was the biggest frustration. It's not that they were Nazis, but they were Nazis who were just enjoying the day more than I was. And that, we were losing to Nazis. I got a problem, okay? Like, I can't enjoy anything if Nazis are having more fun than me. I saw a Nazi on a pool noodle. Do you understand the weird image that is? The fucking... I don't know how they don't see the conflict in that. It's like, dude, you're supposed to be the supreme beings of the white race, and you need a piece of foam to keep your ass afloat? Like, use those strong white legs to fucking show us what you're made of, dude. Like, what are you fucking doing? It's nuts. They had, uh, they were, you know, they were killing it. They had one booze, Doritos, and they had this one thing I've always wanted to try, which is Nazi women. I've always wanted to try one of those. Um, as a Jewish person, it's just one of those weird kinks that gets in your brain. You're like, I want to do that one day. 
Do you ever think that you, here's my goal in sex in life, is I want to be so good at sex, I can change your ideology with my dick. That's what I want to do. I don't give a shit about if you orgasm. I just want you to go in in a Nazi and come out and be like, Jews are all right. You know what I'm saying? The Jews are all right. That is some grade A dick game right there. Your whole ideology, like, what the fuck happened? That was nuts. Sorry. Sorry. It's gonna be recorded forever. Can't get rid of it, you know? Can't get rid of it. What else? Other time I ran into a Nazi in Portland. Uh, it was a little bit ago. I uh, was at a plaid pantry pretty late at night. And uh, this guy walked in. He was clear. He had camo pants on, army boots, big head, not fucking around, kind of Nazi. And he walked past me, really polite. He was like, hey man, I just need to grab some beer. And as he turned, he had a fucking swastika tattooed on the side of his head. So he was in this shit for real. He wasn't like, uh, weekend Nazi. This dude was <laughs> right there. And then he went up to the cashier, and they were like real buddy-buddy, like too friendly for me. Hey man, the weekend's coming. You know, like Josh and each other, and then the Nazi left. And I went up to that cashier, I was like, hey man, like, you know, you're too friendly. I think, to an obvious Nazi. Like, you should, not get, you should give that guy some shit. He goes, hey man, it's not my place to judge. And I was like, hey, dude, you work in a plaid pantry. What else are you doing back there besides judging? <laughs> is that what Portland has become? We're just like, look, every opinion is okay. I don't, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I was like, okay, well, like, you guys know each other. Like, where do you know each other from? You know, oh, he works at the King Burrito. What kind of Nazi takes a job with the Mexicans, dude? Does nobody stand for anything in this town anymore? Used to be a Nazi, used to mean something. Now the economy gets a little crumbly. You're like, I don't care what, what job I have to take. It's gonna be a weird kitchen back there. It's like a sitcom, like Nazi and Jose, just, da, 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 you know, weird theme song comes in. I don't know. Okay. You guys feeling comfortable? You two particularly, I'm asking you. You seem fine. You seem disturbed. You, I'm talking to the two women. This guy seems friendly. This seems like a guy sitting alone, drinking a beer and jeans, and nothing Nazi about that. That's an all-American male right there. It's an all-American man, okay? He would, never, he would never trade on our beautiful flag, okay? But you two, I don't know about you yet. You look like real good Germans to me, okay? Who's that tattooed on your arm? Herman Munster. Munster, okay? Munster. Herman Zigheil Munster, okay? Wow. Right in our faces like that, okay? German war hero on your fucking arm. That's cool. Okay, well, we've identified the enemies in this room, ladies and gentlemen. I think we are ready to start this show. Are you ready to start this show? Yes! Your first comic is a dear friend of mine, one of the funniest guys in town. Please start clapping now for my friend, your friend, everybody's friend, Dylan Jenkins, everyone.
<laughs> What's going on, everybody? Man, um, there's some construction going on in front of my house right now, and the whole sidewalk's being repaved. And uh, I get really excited when I see that, because like, there's no way I'm not going to write something in the cement. <laughs> like, there's no way it's... Like, but it just takes me back to my childhood, because like, when I was a kid, what I would do is I would write the word but in concrete, because I thought it was really funny. But I was afraid that I was going to get caught doing it, so I would spell it with one T. <laughs> so like, I had like that plausible deniability. I guess I was just a weird kid, when it comes down to. But like, when I was doing, I remember like, doing it after I saw the movie Gladiator, so that I was writing but in the concrete while thinking what we do in life echoes through eternity. <laughs> Which makes me realize, like, I love art. Like, that's beautiful. Like, that... Ridley Scott made a movie and then an awkward kid on the other side of the planet fucking expressed himself in vandalism. Like, as a result. I think that's the best way a young child could be influenced by that movie Gladiator, so it's, it's pretty good. But I was never tough like that. Like, I, I used to... Like, I used to steal candy bars when I was a kid, and I would do that... Um, I would go to the AMPM and I'd grab the candy bars take a walk over to the Slurpee machine, put the candy bars in the Slurpee cup, fill the shit up with Slurpee, buy the Slurpee, walk the fuck out. Like a boss. I mean, you get outside, I mean, those wrappers are sticky, but you just charge that shit to the game and go about your business. It's a nice post-protest treat, if you will. I mean, I, I work at a grocery store here, right over here in Northeast Portland, and um, it's crazy, like, when the weather gets good, like, it gets packed up from people, like, selling stuff, panhandling and whatnot, and there's this dude named Dan, he's the homeless guy, he sells Street Roots newspapers, and that's been his spot, like, for a few years now, like, that's his territory, and recently, his turf was infringed upon by a new age hippie crystal salesman, alright, just a piece of shit, yeah, whoa, <laughs> the dude sells rocks, like, he calls them crystals, they're rocks, they're shiny rocks. Which really, oh, oh, minerals, okay, yeah, the fucking, pull from, it's bullshit, okay, the guy's selling this, woo-woo, woo-woo, I, I don't even know what that is, like, like, woo-woo, woo, it's woo, bullshit, and selling crystals, it's woo, yeah, oh, okay, alright, thank you, that's good, this is now an informative podcast, people are going to be listening to this shit and be like, ooh, yeah, it was good, like, comedians were doing their thing, but now I know that woo is not good. Okay, so anyways, this fucking dude sells rocks, all right? And it's really, it's a, it's a great stamp on the gentrification of the neighborhood, because it's not the first time rocks have been sold in this neighborhood. It's full circle rock sales, like, rock sale to rock sales. So, like, yeah, I'm writing a blog about it, it's going to be fucking dope. <laughs> But yeah, like the dude wear, he wears leggings and he has a man bun, all right? Like this is just, oh, he sucks. But like basically the, the crystal guy and the, the homeless newsie had, had beef and I was lucky enough to see a conflict come to a fiery conclusion. So all I could use to describe it, even though it's not entirely accurate. So basically like the homeless dude like walks over to the crystal guy's setup, got these crystals, got these fucking rocks on this table, and he grabs at the table, all right? And like the, the crystal dude grabs at it, and they're both like wrestling back and forth over this table. 
And in this beautiful moment, they both slipped and lost their grip, and these crystals went flying everywhere. And I got to hear a man unironically scream out, my crystals! With just like a longing look at it, like he thought anyone else would give a shit about the crystals. Like he, like he thought. And it was hilarious. But it was also like really anticlimactic though. Cause like, I always assumed if someone's gonna be screaming about crystals, like some epic shit would be happening. Like at least like one portal would be open. Someone's yelling about fuck the crystals. Some George Lucas prequel CGI shit, okay. But no, it was just a dude named Rex with a man bun out in front of a fucking new seasons. But it was crazy. Like, in that moment, I wanted to laugh like, I, because I thought that shit was hilarious. But I, I was on the job. I didn't want to get in trouble laughing at a homeless dude falling down. It's not a good look. I got a review coming up. <laughs> not a good look. But like, to my left, like, I heard like, this cackling, like, evil-sounding laughter. And I look over, and there's this other homeless dude sitting there with a Cleveland Indian's face tattoo. Like, the cartoon, the racist caricature. Like, he's got that tattooed on his left cheek. Like, holy shit. Like, and it's technically well done. It's a really well done, terrible tattoo. Like, it was so good when I saw it, I was just like, oh shit, that's a great fake tattoo, because no one would make that decision in life. Like, an American League team, for real? <laughs> Designating hidden pieces of shit. <laughs> Summertime, you gotta bust out the baseball jokes, man. <laughs> but like, if that's someone, he made that decision. Like, I don't stand with that dude on anything. Like, it's a terrible life choice. He's a piece of shit person. He often wears a Suicide Squad, so he's t-shirt. Like, while we're off in that face tattoo, he's not a good person. But in that moment, I wanted to laugh, and he was laughing. And so it was like, right there, I learned the healing power of crystals. Right? Yeah, man. I bought 12 of those shits. My house has fantastic energy now. All right. Just trying to... Woo! No. Now coming back with me with that... I've learned something. Yeah, it's crazy working there, though. It's a lot of fun. I, I look at a lot of labels. And there's this company... Like, are there any gluten-free people in the crowd on Alberta Street? Okay, cool. Right on. Uh, that's a thing. Uh, there's this company, they're called Portland Paleo, and they make these gluten-free cookies, right? And they, they look like dog shit. They look terrible. But the worst thing about them, in my opinion, is on the label, because instead of writing that these cookies are dairy-free, gluten-free, soy-free, somehow had the bright idea to write that these cookies had been liberated from dairy, gluten, and soy. Liberated. Yeah, from the shackles of flavor and deliciousness, apparently. As if dairy and gluten had installed puppet regimes within these cookies before their own needs. As if dairy and gluten had fired the head of the FBI while they were investigating. Okay, I'm trying, that's his, oh, no, that was, no. Uh, I'm trying to be more political, but I can't do it without talking about food. Like, it's, it's a crutch, it's a crutch I'm trying to get, get by. The worst thing about them though is they're like 15 bucks. Expensive cookies, and I had to get them because New Seasons doesn't have a Slurpee machine. <laughs> uh. 
Thank you. Callback. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Taking notes. We got an open mic afterwards. So we get. I used to have to. Uh, I used to have to help my grandfather with technology, which was uh, infuriating. I was 11 years old, and I had to help a 75-year-old man set up an iPod Shuffle. Like he bought an iPod Shuffle because it was the cheapest one. He was a cheap dude. He got an iPod Shuffle, which is just, doesn't make any sense, man. It's like, Grandpa, that's not how old people listen to music. You ever hear an old person be like, yeah, man, put on some music. And go, oh, okay, Grandpa, what do you want one? Listen to, like, oh, man, just shuffle that shit. I don't care, I'm an old man. Don't care what happens. It's not how it works. But I, it was easy, like, for me, I was just like, yo, man, I didn't have the perspective, like, he's an old dude. Like, this is crazy for him. For me, it was just like, yo, man, this is simple. You open up iTunes, create the playlist, drag it over, that's it. That's done. All right, now if you excuse me, I'm gonna go listen to Lincoln Park in the basement for four hours, because I'm a weird 11-year-old. But it just made me think like, you know, like if I'm fortunate enough to live and be 75 years old and have grandkids, like what's the technology they're gonna be explaining to me? That shit's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna be an old dude, I'm gonna be like, yo man, is there like a button or like a touch screen, a menu or something, like what's going on? And my grandkids just to me like, yo, Grandpa, dude, there's no buttons anymore, man. Do you want a song to play? You just gotta believe in that shit. All right, I told you. All right, that's been my time. Thank you very much. Keep it going for Dylan Jenkins. So funny. Keep this show rolling. Uh, this show always has really cool out-of-town guests. So we have uh, three tonight who are from different lands in Portland. Your first uh, is from L.A. You've seen her on Laughs and Hulu. Please start clapping now for Alex Powers. Alex Powers. What's up? What's up, Portland? It's good to be here, man. Didn't realize you had so many white supremacists here. Gotta say, it kind of took me off guard. Um, but I am happy to be here regardless, uh, despite the, the, the awkwardness of this weekend. Um, didn't really get to explore Portland today like I'd hoped, um, but I hope you all are okay. Um, I'm excited to tell you guys some unique things about myself tonight, like my hair's really curly, and, as you can tell. And people always want to touch it, they always want to play with it, and at the most inappropriate times. You know, like I got a new doctor, I set up an appointment with her, I'm sitting in her office naked in a gown. She walks in. First words out of her mouth are like, oh my God, I just want to like run my fingers through your hair. I was like, well, you're a gynecologist, so you're about to. <laughs> Inappropriate. I also just came out to my 98-year-old grandma, told her I was dating a lesbian, because I didn't want her to really know I was dating a black guy. <laughs> So I told her I was dating a lesbian. She's like, what's the matter with you? You don't want, she's Jewish. What's the matter with you? You don't want to have children? I was like, I want to have kids. All right, I just don't want to carry it. And she was like, well, get a stroller. <laughs> I really am a lesbian. That's actually not a joke. Uh, my girlfriend and I actually just moved in together because we've been together a while. It's been like uh, three and a half, almost four days. Uh, I should be home, you know, helping her unpack, but I'm here because I'm the dude. <laughs> and apartment hunting is a nightmare but for us it was hilarious just imagine these two lesbians going with these landlords and being like we actually really hate carpet <laughs> we just 
We really prefer hardwood. Like, My girlfriend and I, we just got a strap on. Um, Cause you know, we want a dick, we just don't want a real one. So we went to the sex shop, it was really awkward. We're like, hey, we need a strap on. And this lady at the shop was like, oh, we got this black one. I was like, that's fucking huge. Like, tell me you have something smaller. And she's like, we got a purple one, but it's a return. <laughs> like, I feel like you're trying to sell me a used strap on. She's like, mm-hmm, but they 50% off. I was like, wrap it up, I'll take it. Um, and look, don't judge me, ladies for getting a used strap-on, because uh, guess what? Every dick you've ever had has been used. <laughs> At least mine goes in the dishwasher. Yeah. And they're dishwasher safe, and thank God, man, I'm not gonna hand wash that shit. Like, what am I gonna do, put it on and hand wash it? Like, oh, hey, babe, I'm just washing it there. <laughs> ridiculous. I get asked a lot of weird questions as a lesbian. Um, like guys will ask me um, if I date women because I hate men. I do not hate men. Um, there are a very small group of men that ruin it for the rest of you though. Like there are some guys that say really disgusting, gross shit to women. You're nodding your head. I'm taking you've had it happen to you. Yeah, I bet you're the only chick in the room that has though. It's probably just you and me that are in this together. <laughs> Sorry to like isolate you, but um, no, like I was, uh, I was eating a chocolate molten lava cake at a club the other night. Had like whipped cream on top and I'm getting in there. And this guy, 22 year old kid, leans over and he goes, my cream tastes better. <laughs> How do you know what your cream tastes like? That, that is the gayest shit I have ever heard. And I put on a dick, <laughs> but that, like, that takes the cake, man. Don't hate men, though. Don't hate men. Do hate catcalling. I'm just gonna come out and say it. Some of you aren't gonna like it, but it's true. I especially hate getting catcalled by black guys. It makes me feel bad. I'll tell you what happened. A week ago, I was walking down the street, and this black dude was like, yo, girl, what's up? You look good. I was like, oh, I'm gay. He was like, yo, my bad. I'm sorry. You have a good night. And I was like, what, that's it? Like, you're, you're not even gonna try to get my number? Like. <laughs> You're gonna go respecting me all of a sudden? Where's the effort? Zero follow through. At least a white guy would have the persistence to follow me home and murder me. <laughs> you guys are a dark crowd. I know you are. You wanna go there. It's okay, unclench those buttholes, okay? Cause I hear some of them just go just real quick. <laughs> unclench them, let it out. I, uh, my girlfriend and I, we just got a dog. Um, we got her a harness, it's a walker. I don't like the collar thing, you know, choking, feel bad, so I got her a harness. Now normally, when we walk our dog, in LA especially, I'm assuming it's similar here, people have questions, you know, they wanna know what kind of dog is she, how old is she, is she a rescue? That day, we couldn't find her harness, so that day all they could ask was, why is there a dildo attached to her? I was like, I lost her harness. So I had to use mine. <laughs> I can pick her up. Woo! Look at that. It's like a dog on a merry-go-round. She likes it. Thanks. That's the that's the one that gets the little clap. I took her for a walk the other night, and uh, she took a crap right in front of the apartment building next to mine. And I picked it up. It was already in the bag. And this lady pops her head out the window of the building and she's like, your dog can't poop there. She has to be 72 feet away from a residence to poop. 
I was like, that's ridiculous. She was like, well, I can smell your dog's poop from inside my window. I was like, lady, when you shit inside, I can smell it from out here. I thought it was a good comeback. She was like, I'm going to get you kicked out of your apartment. I was like, what is your problem? Like, is this block not big enough for two pieces of shit? Like, <laughs> and then I swear to God, she goes, I'm going to tell your landlord you're a prostitute. I was like, my landlord's one of my best customers. <laughs> just got the dog a medical vest so I could take her everywhere. I just pretend like I'm diabetic. And, um... I walked in the store the other day and the clerk was like, ma'am, you can't bring your dog in here. I was like, yes, I can. I'm diabetic. This bitch has my insulin. He's like, oh yeah? Does she inject you with it? I was like, you're goddamn right she does. He's like, oh yeah? And how exactly does she do that, ma'am? I was like, I don't know. I'm unconscious when she does it. <laughs> he was like, all right, welcome to Whole Foods. <laughs> Thank you. Come on, Pepper. You guys have Whole Foods up here, yeah? They're not. I, um, I actually just celebrated three years of sobriety. Um, I bring it up because, thanks. No need, it's boring as fuck. Um, but thank you. Yeah, no, I, uh, I used to get, like, DUIs all the time. I used to get pulled over. One time I got pulled over by a cop. He asked me when I was slurring my speech. I told him I had MS. He was like, ma'am, you do not have MS, you are AMS, step out of the car. <laughs> but I bring it up because, uh, you know, I just found out one of my best friends from back home uh, in Baltimore is a heroin addict, shock. Um, and I asked him what he was doing the other night, and he was like, oh, I did some heroin, and then I went to Hooters. And I was like, Jesus, man. Like, doing heroin wasn't even the worst decision you made <laughs> last night. Like, what do you want me to give you the heroin applause for that? It's dark. Man, you go there, they'll go there. They'll go there later in the show. But uh, I, uh, I gotta say before I get out of here, like I, I am from Baltimore. It is a rough place. I love going home though. Every time I'm back, I have a new experience. Like last time I was home, I pulled through the drive-through at Starbucks and I heard Starbucks, hello. And I was like, hello. She's like, yeah, Starbucks, what you want? I was like, can I get a tall caramel macchiato? She's like, a macchiato, who? I was like. A tall caramel macchiato. Oh, macchiato, he ain't in today. He caught out or whatever, you know. <laughs> I was like, all right, can I get a tall coffee? She's like, yeah, you want a blueberry muffin? I was like, a blueberry muffin? She's like, girl, you want to try these blueberry muffins. They real good. I tell you what, I put some of you on a fridge. Charge you, don't tell nobody, okay? <laughs> I was like, all right. She's like, pull up the window. I'll give you total. So I pull up at the window. She's there like patting weave, smoking a joint. It was a white girl. <laughs> Look, Portland, you guys are a lot of fun. Thanks for having me out tonight. Give it up for your host, Jake, one more time. Alex Powers, everyone. Sweet. Jew handoff there. Jew to Jew Mike handoff. The hair thing is weird, man. Like, so many straight people, straight straight hair people sit next to each other. We don't give you guys shit. Two curly hair people are like, wow, look at you both have curly hair. It's like, yeah, we hate it, okay? We hate it and we can't help it. This is what we look like. Nazis, you good? It's fucking weird. You're laughing. Jews gave you this art form, so, you know, just respect this shit, okay? We did something for you guys, okay? I love 
making people into Nazis. It's, it's really fun. It's nice. Jesus, don't bring him into this, okay? That's what they base this shit on. Sup, bleeders. Did you know that the FDA doesn't require brands to disclose comprehensive list of ingredients in their tampons, so most of them fucking don't? Can you believe that? That's not the case with Lola. Lola tampons are 100% cotton with BPA-free plastic applicators, and they sponsor this show. So if you go to www.trymylola.com slash control, you can get your first two-box order for just $9, regularly priced at $18. So it's a saving of 50% just for bleeding. How cool is that? Lola makes your month a little bit easier. Our subscription is fully customizable. You can choose your mix of light, regular, and supers, plus your number of boxes and frequency of deliveries. Lola's subscription is super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel at any time. Come on, ladies. Try mylola.com slash control. Let's get to bleeding. We've seen it all before, so let's reload on a very special episode of shows that suck and shows that float. Buckle up, buttercup, it's a bumpy road. From the very different strokes of child molestation Aww. to B. Arthur's abortion mm-hmm. to refrigerator danger and Uncle Phil's erotic <laughs> massage fantastic. from life day to death day. Join us, the gang who brought you Saved by the Bell Reviewed. We're at it again as pop culture, slop vultures. Please join us at a very special episode podcast.com and also the River City Podcast Federation for a very special good time. Seen so much TV that we're gonna Next time on a very special episode. Anyways, uh, we have an excellent show to continue. Uh, your next comic is a local guy. He's a good friend of mine. We came up together, as they say, and now we're both mediocre. So, uh, please, <laughs> no, he's very funny. Please give it up for Brandon Lyons, everybody. One more time for Jake. You did a great job. One more time for Jake. I got really excited when I thought you guys were Nazis, by the way. I was like, oh my God, first time set in front of Nazis. Hope they laugh at my jokes. Um, I'm excited for it to be summer, right? Sun's coming back, sun's coming back. Uh, please just stick around. Stop, like, you know, going away. Stop acting like my dad. You need to just stay around. I need you in my life. I'm ready to be black again, you guys. Like, I want... I want the sun to make me black again. I, I've been white all winter long, you know? It's not all that it's crackered up to be, I'll tell you what. Mm-mm. All I did was just stand in line at Salt and Straw, and then I crossed the street and I stood in line at Screen Door. And then, that's what, all, that's what being white is, is just standing in line for brunch, you guys. And pretending to be Native American. That's also, you know, just getting my points in there. I was trying to figure out why the last comic was like, kind of look, um, going a little hard on little black people. I was like, oh, she's from Baltimore. That makes sense now. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Because um, there's a lot of black people. There's not black people here. I was just like, where are you getting these voices from? I was, I was like reminiscing, like starting to miss my family and shit while she was talking. It was, it was crazy. Uh, like I have a sister. My sister's name is Cesare. Doesn't that sound like a 90s talk show name? Like she should... <laughs> doesn't she doesn't have a 90s talk show name she looks she sounds like she should be able to like she's 
like part of like black magic or like magic with a Q though, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like black people have some type of magic. Like we can make elevator doors close in our face with no problem, you know? Damn, it's gonna get worse, man. I'm telling you, it's gonna get, it's gonna get worse. No, it's not. It's gonna be fine. I like smoking weed, that's why I'm uh, almost asleep up here right now. Uh, <laughs> I like smoking weed so much, like at my nine to five job, I've had to lie about having Asperger's. Like that's probably, that's probably too much weed, right? Like they went over my calls and they said, hey, Brandon, not making a lot of connections with people, not showing a lot of empathy, what's going on? And I was like, oh shit, let me pop that into the Google search bar. Came back with Asperger's, I can live with it. That's fine, yeah, it's better than being fired. I'll add red eyes and dry mouth just to throw them off the scent a little bit more, you know? I don't know. I like, I like smoking weed. I don't like buying it, though. Like, going into stores, I always ask you, what do you want this weed to do for you? Do you want to, like, do the dishes on this weed? Or do you want to, like, call your grandma for 15 minutes or 35 minutes? It's like, ooh, I'll take the 35-minute grandma weed, please. Mark, give me that one. Really, I want to say, give me the cheapest weed that'll get me high. Like, that's, that's all what we're looking for. But it's a cute butt tender, and I can't do that because I look like a broke boy. So I have to come up with some, like, funny, funky shit. So I'm like, uh, I don't know. Give me a weed that will make me think I should put out a candle by clapping at it. And she's like, ooh. Let me think. Oh, we got just the one. Um, I like, I, I, my parents know I smoke weed. They try to scare me off of it. They say, Brandon, careful, don't smoke too much weed. It'll increase your heart attack risk by four times. But careful if you hear that when you're high, it'll increase it by a million times. You guys, it is scary as shit. What's my favorite? My favorite thing to do when I'm high is walk my dog. That's like the best thing in the world to do is like walk an animal. Like, cause you will connect with them more than at any other time. You like know what they're thinking. Like it, they don't have to be high, but it helps a little bit, you know? And what I don't like when I'm walking is like other people come up to us. They always like talk to your dog. They never have shit to say to you. And they like do like the baby talk to your dog. And don't baby talk my dog cause I'll never be able to teach him to talk normally, you know? Um, <laughs> It's a great joke, by the way. Written so well. You didn't laugh. Don't clap. Don't clap after you didn't laugh. Son of a... Ooh. I think you're the Nazi, sir. <laughs> I, uh, I almost went to the... I almost went downtown. I had, like, a box cutter and, like, uh, some, uh, some pepper spray. And I'm like, ooh, I'm going to go do nothing. I wouldn't wouldn't spray anybody or nothing. I, I like those protests. Like, I went to the Women's March. Did anyone else go to the Women's March? I mostly went to, like, get laid, but, like, oh, you know, equal rights and stuff is cool, too, you know, but I went to get my dick wet. Didn't work. Didn't work. I thought someone was gonna see me, be like, oh, what a great ally there out supporting the cause, but nope, not really. Um, what I did learn is that uh, these Black Lives Matter signs, you guys know these Black Lives Matter signs being everywhere? You white people are selling them to each other. You, that's, that's all profit on you. That's, that's just all going back and forth. I know this because I almost got hit with a lady, like her car was full of Black Lives Matter signs. And I thought that was like super ironic, right? Like, you guys, I'm black. So like me getting hit by a lady with a car. Okay. Um, I, I think I have to explain it better. The, the, the signs were just, disrupting her view. 
and it almost hit me. Oh, irony there. Thank you for laughing, so I move on. Appreciate that. Um, no, I, uh, I like these protests here in Portland. They're fun. They're like, uh, like the Black Lives Matter protests are always like, like the widest Black Lives Matter protests that ever existed, and it's uh, good because they're super well organized. Like they are all single file on the sidewalk. There'll be like tie-dye shirts everywhere. There's cats on leashes. It's fucking great. I, I appreciate it, actually, you guys. I appreciate it. I um, I talk a lot about white people in my set because I, I'm like trying to run away from the fact that I'm half white. Like I, I, I know that I am and I, I just, I, I wear, you know, like, uh, not, like, I'm wearing bands right now, so this joke isn't gonna work. Um, <laughs> God damn it, Brandon. <laughs> you guys wanna see an impression? Yeah. All right, this is my impression of a fan that has converted to Islam. You guys ready? Fan that's converted to Islam. Oscillate Malaykum. I like the ones where people clap and don't laugh. Those are, those are my favorite jokes. Let's, let's just do all the oldies, yeah. Jake, let's do the old, you guys, uh, no I'm not, I'm not. Uh, you guys ever had a, you know, a Snapple recently? You guys have a Snapple? <laughs> yeah? Yeah, I think their marketing's lying. I don't, I don't think it's made of the best stuff on earth, you guys. There's no pussy in there whatsoever. I checked the whole bottle. It's just fruit juices. They need to figure out how to get pussy in a bottle, right? Blue shirt, pussy in a bottle? No? Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, would she be mad about a bottle? I, 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 I don't know, I don't think she'd be that jealous of a bottle though. I think she'd, I think she'd be appreciative of the bottle probably. Um, I, uh... <laughs> Normally you like, you go after a heckler, but you just got yourself, dude. I'll just... Thank you for trying, though. Um, no, I'm sorry if that joke was offensive to women. As a black guy, we have so much in common. I shouldn't be saying shit like that. Like, uh, we have to go through a lot of the same things. Like, we can't eat bananas in public without being harassed. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I want tell some say something funny, Brandon. Say something funny. Say something funny. I uh I say uh I'm a, I'm a lot I'm I'm like dealing with like a lot of lonely loneliness right now. Like I'm I'm just by myself a lot. Like, uh, and, it, it, it's, and it's hard because like sometimes people call me Drake, it happens. They call me the ball Drake, but it's fine. It, it, it happens and it sucks. Cause like the only thing me and Drake have in common is like he's pretending to be as lonely as I am. And like I, and, and like I, it's just stuff that I have to deal with every day. And for me to deal with it right now, I'm just watching a lot of like nature documentaries but only mating ritual ones, you know what I mean? Like some animal, like animal passion and sex is just, it's just doing more for me right now. It just seems more like primal, you know? Um, 
I, I need an elephant chasing another elephant with a bunch of stuff running down its legs. Or like two Komodo dragons like scratching and tumbling and wrestling each other. Like I actually learned how to use my tongue from a Komodo dragon, you guys. And the thing I identify most with though is like this sloth who's being called from island to island. Um, Cause uh, he has to swim to each island. Uh, there's another sloth on another island calling him, but he doesn't know what island she's on, so he just has to guess. So he goes to one island, not on it, goes to the next island, not on it, goes to the next one, this one has a baby, fuck that, keep moving. And I, I feel like I'm like exactly like that sloth, but it's just different candle aisles at Target. You know what I mean? All right, thank you guys, have a good night everybody. Going for Brandon Lyons. Good shit. Good shit. Uh, keep this thing going, guys. This is a fucking stack show. Uh, another out of town guest tonight. He's coming to us from New York City. He's kind of touring the West Coast, hanging out. So uh, please give it up. Warm Portland welcome to Ian Finance, everybody. Here we go. shitty Portland welcome. <laughs> Y'all were whooping it up like 15 seconds ago. And then now, like, how you doing? You're like, why is Bernie Sanders' son on stage right now? What the fuck is going on? I don't want everyone to keep applauding until I get to the microphone. That's so gross, you know? I just want it one at a time. It's gonna start in the back, start its way here, and we'll be here till July. So, <laughs> strap in, sir. Mm-hmm. This is cool. Yeah, man, I'm on a little tour Rooney right now. That's right. I did, uh, I did Utah and uh, Seattle, and now I'm here. And uh, Seattle's great. Everybody's fucking hot in Seattle, dude. It was, I'm like a Seattle 7, but a Tacoma 20, you know? It felt good. I'm like a Portland, too. Y'all are hot as fuck. <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, Portland's fuck. oh my God. The chick I'm staying with, I, we ended up banging. Yeah, I know, it's great, but I've done nothing else in Portland, so when people are like, how's Portland? I'll be like, dude, it's fucking awesome, man. They pick you up from the bus station and blow you at night. And then they try to give you weed, it's fucking great. Oh, did you go to Voodoo Donuts? What the fuck is that? I don't know. No fucking idea. Then you do comedy in a little inside of a boat. <laughs> it's fucking wonderful. You just look, you know, or like a little, little lost soul swimming in a fishbowl, huh? Year after year, that's right. <laughs> yeah, man. I fucking love it, dude. It's the best. I fucking went to a weed store and uh, I don't smoke weed, so it's just like the biggest loser in the world. I just went in there, I was like, I've, I've heard of this CPD. Uh, well, I've got a shoulder ache and I don't want it to give me any effects in my brain. So, like, get the fuck out of Portland. What is You're coming here for the wrong reasons. Yeah, man. I, uh, my, my head's all fucked up, dude. I can't smoke weed anymore. I'm fucking, uh, I can't take it, man, it's too much. Somebody tried to get me to smoke shatter. Shatter? Shatter? Shatter. Shatter? No. 
I'm not putting anything in my body that's a transitive verb, you know? Anything that glass can do, I don't want to touch, you know? Hey man, you want to do this melt? Get the fuck away from me, okay? It's fucking nuts, dude. I fucking, oh my God, I, I got, I fucking, woo! I did an edible one time, and I thought this guy that hired me from a job stole my identity. <laughs> Straight up, I had to call and cancel my credit card and the bank was like, hello, sir, how can we help you? And I was like, well, first you can tell me if I can trust you. <laughs> yeah, man, and then I, you know, like fishing, you know, fishing for like your info. I was like, I think I'm getting fished. So I looked up his work address and it was 60 Aquarium Way. Yeah, man, yeah. Where the fuck do fish live, dude? In the fucking aquarium! So I called the police and uh, they did, how do you, why is it that an old detective has a hunch and he's like a good cop and when I have one about my coworker Ralph, I'm an asshole. Like, I don't get it. And edibles, dude, holy fuck, man. You guys are fucking superheroes out here. In New York, we don't know what's in them, you know? All I know is that edibles aren't fun if you've always wanted to go to prison, <laughs> but you never want to leave your couch, you know? Just like puts me in mental terror, solitude. Like, I had an edible one time, I swear to God, I watched an episode of Lauren SVU and I thought it was a narrative of my life. <laughs> like, dude, I had to look inside myself, I was like, oh God. Was I in a warehouse last week? <laughs> special victim, I'm special, am I a victim? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, am I iced tea? <laughs> yeah, man, it was fucking nuts. But I don't do nothing anymore, man. I fucking, uh, I don't do cocaine anymore. I'm a hero, that's right. Uh, yeah, man, cocaine, who does, co anybody in here? Snowing in Portland? What's up, uh, uh, Or you just do vegan cocaine, which is espresso. <laughs> fucking, yeah, man. Dude, cocaine, cocaine is like anal sex, okay? The journey to get it is the most fun part. And then you do it and you're like, Oh my God, this is a mess. Uh, oh God, there's blood everywhere. What have I done? And then you do it again. You're like, this is all I ever want to do. Oh my God, I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life. Oh, no one here's had anal sex. Okay, all right. I thought you're all sex positive. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking, uh, what can I tell you? When I was 22, I lost my virginity. And uh, a lot of my friends give me shit, and they're like, oh my God, that's so old. And I'm like, fuck you, Derek, okay? <laughs> right? We all can't lose it at 10 to the babysitter, okay? <laughs> and also, I think you were molested. Um, <laughs> but I was scared about 22. I saw porno when I was here. I was like, oh my God, women want big penis. And I looked down, I was like, holy shit, I ain't got big penis, you know? But that's not, that porno penis isn't real. That's not, women don't want porno penis. They don't want to fucking get jackhammered for 20 hours. That's not what it is, you know? And it's not all about penis, no. It's not all about penis. So much more than a penis. So at 22, I got the courage, I found a gal, we did the deal, waka waka. And it's so funny, because yeah, me and my chick dated 22, but me and a buddy have been blowing each other for like seven years. <laughs> I know, I know. It's like, come on, man, you don't go to the World Series and never swing a bat, you know? No, you go to spring training. You go to the minors. 
and you suck your buddy's dick in his car after school. Huh? Huh? Yeah. Oh, what, what? You never played baseball before? Huh? Huh? Oh, what are you, a fag? <laughs> That's just who I am, man. I'm a little bi guy, okay? The door that swings both ways swings most often. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. People give me shit, they're like, hey man, you can't pick and choose. I'm like, I didn't fucking choose to be this way, okay? Sorry I was born cool, all right? Sorry I came out the pussy on a jet ski. What's up? Yeah, yeah man. Can I tell you, what can I leave you on? Look, uh, really too, I love it all, man. Men, women, trans women, I'm a fucking child of God and I got love in my heart, okay? Just who the fuck I am, okay? And you got love, and you got love, and you got love, and you ain't clapping, but you got love, brother. That's right, that's all we got, right? All this shit's going on. If you can enact change in love within a two-foot space around you, who's to say that person's not gonna pick it up and pass it on, huh? Fuck yeah, lady. You have your arms crossed the whole time, but I love you anyway. Really, man, look, dude, we all gotta find our own happiness. Happiness is like 9-11, it's an inside job, you know? And that's right, that's right. You gotta love, fucking love the people around you, man, and that said, quit having kids, okay? Stop having kids, stop having kids. Stop having kids, stop having kids. They're not an iPhone. You don't need a new one every two years, okay? Have you been outside? Have you met a kid? Have you done? It's horrible. They are hellions set upon this earth to destroy us from the inside out, okay? I was in a deli and a six-year-old said, come on, mom, you know I don't like pimento olives. <laughs> Can we kill him? Can we get rid There's He's never gonna help anyone, you know? He's never gonna be a productive member of, I don't trust anyone born after 9-11, okay? Yeah. How can you never forget if you never knew? You know what I mean? Come on. Yeah, man. And also, if you're like, oh, Ian, you know, kids are, I have kids, they're nice. Uh, when I say that is fuck you, okay? Yeah, I used to be a public school teacher, okay? I was on the front fucking lines, man. I was in the shit, okay? Before you give me shit, I say, go fuck yourself, because you've never been in a classroom, and you ask a room to find what is larger than a meter, and a kid in the back of the room raises his hand and says, this dick! <laughs> yeah. And then you get so mad that you can't high-five him, because that's a great joke. That's a fantastic... Congrats, Kevin. You're going places. Good job, pal. Yeah. All right, y'all. I gotta go. My name's Ian Bias. You have so much fun. Watch so many love. Enjoy every sandwich. Bye. One more time for Ian Finance, everyone. Not Jewish, by the way. Not Jewish. What? What? I don't believe it. Ian, are you Jewish? I, I wish I was. Yeah, baby, of course you do. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to be Jewish, huh? Find history that our people have gone through. Who the fuck would want to join this team? Damn right. Damn right, sir. Well, then convert right now. I'm Jewish, but... Culturally Jewish? Yes. <laughs> Such a pussy move. <laughs> That's what I do though, too, for real. I, uh...
I like to be Jewish because it's like, you know, it's it's like, uh, you know, you're unique. Like you could be killed at any moment. It's fucking dangerous. It's fucking living on the edge. Do you not believe me? Someone will kill me right now, dude. Someone will kill me right now. What are you drinking, a Rattler? Okay. Well, we know what side of the world you're on. Right? Just... Not too much booze in this grapefruit juice, please. Gotta keep my wits about me. There's Jews on the prowl. Anyways, we got a couple more comics left. You guys excited? Yeah! yeah. Yelling. Always yelling. Sorry. Uh, next comic. Boom! A Jew. Who the fuck would have thought that? Bam! Just pulled him out of the goddamn waterwork on this show. Another LA comic. Very friendly. Super funny. Please give it up right now for Rachel Freeland, everyone. Rachel, just a little bit about me. I grew up rich. Thank you so much. Thank you. I know I grew up rich because I would always say things like, my jacuzzi's almost big enough to be a pool. It was the good old days, you guys. Don't worry, I'm not rich anymore. I eat my dinner hunched over my Ikea table like the rest of you. But it seems that no matter how many bills I pay on my own, I can't seem to get away from the fact that I had a horse. <laughs> and not like, oh, I lived in the countryside and had a horse, but I lived in the city and had a horse. You know? Money. Lots of money. <laughs> I have a very eccentric dad. He used to rock one diamond stud earring for 20 years. That was his accessory of choice until after his third marriage and he swapped it out for a simple silver hoop. And the whole family was like, oh shit, Scott's in a crisis. <laughs> and he was. <laughs> My dad used to say a lot of weird stuff when I was growing up. Most recently, he was trying to reassure me that he didn't vote for Trump. And I was like, I hear what you're saying, but you guys sound a lot alike. Like, I remember this one time in front of my friends, he said, my daughter is a fine piece of art. And you know what's worse than being called a fine piece of art in front of your friends? Is realizing that your friends don't think you're a fine piece of art. <laughs> that hurts. Doesn't even have to be contemporary art. How about modern art? So it can be ugly, but you can still be like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> My dad got married for the fourth time last year. Sure, yay! All my friends were like, are you gonna go watch your dad get married for the fourth time? And it's kind of like when a movie comes out with too many sequels, and you're like, I don't need to see it again. I already know how that one's gonna end. The production value's way up, but the storyline, completely missing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't think I get weddings. Like, the most confusing part of a wedding for me is the part where the groom will take the garter belt off the bride's leg, you know? Like, I don't know what ancient tradition that's rooted in, 
But if you're simulating that you're gonna eat her pussy, then just do it. <laughs> just eat her pussy in front of the whole family. We all wanna see how dedicated you are. <laughs> I'm gonna have my pussy eaten at my wedding, you guys. <laughs> Just for me, all right. <laughs> I have a boyfriend, which is very cool for me. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> thanks. We're in love, and uh, it, which is cool. It's also very cool. I, uh, I feel bad, though, because I told my ex-boyfriend I was in love with him, but I realized I love him like I love puppies and I'm a cat person. You know? It just wasn't quite right. But now... I'm really in love, truly. And I don't know that my boyfriend's the one, but I do think he is my first ex-husband. <laughs> Fingers crossed, you guys. We all want to be as good as our parents. <laughs> I'm hoping that by my fourth wedding, the reception is just a three-day music festival. And it's going to be called, well, I guess this is it, Palooza! <laughs> you guys will all be there. It's going to be great. I have a, I also have a very old Jewish grandma. I call her Bubby, she's 97. Lately she's been saying things like, she's not gonna buy green bananas anymore because she doesn't think she'll be around to see them get ripe. Yeah, that's what she's been saying. But she's been saying that for seven years. So it's like, let's just buy the bananas and if anything happens, I'll put them straight into the freezer just like you taught me. Anybody, else, anybody else's grandma putting way too much shit in the freezer? Why? Bubby put trail mix into the freezer. Bagels into the freezer. Childhood hopes and dreams just tucked away into the freezer. It's like, what are you holding on to these for, you know? <laughs> my mom is watching her mom get older. So my mom uh, sat me down to talk about her life plan which is weird because my mom is like a Hollywood mom. She doesn't like to reveal her age. So when she sat me down, she was like, Rachel, as you know, I'll be 36 in two years. <laughs> I was like, oh, weren't you 32 when you had me? And she went, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess that checks out. <laughs> That's fine. My mom is hot. I have a hot mom. At one point in the 90s, she looked like a cross between Sheryl Crow and Jennifer Aniston. Pretty banging. Uh, it's like cool. It's cool to have a hot mom because most people will be like, Rachel, that means when you get older, you're gonna be hot. But what they don't know is that I've had a double chin since I was 13. And no matter how many miles I run, it's just hanging out. Like, don't forget where you came from. You know, it's just keeping me humble. The worst part about having a hot mom is when people try to hit on the both of us. And they'll come up and be like, what? What is happening here? Are you guys sisters? And it's like, you don't need to nag me to get to her. Just go for it. I already don't want to be here. And what does this guy think is going to happen? That my mom is going to be like, this guy's trying to fuck my daughter. I'll show her. I don't think so, fellas. <laughs> and thus begins my mom and I. It's like a tag team. <laughs> it's been very fun. Before I go, I want to say thank you for listening. I know it can be hard to listen to a woman with opinions. I know this because this guy came up to me after one of my sets and he was like, Hey, 
you're a sexist. I was like, calm down, sugar dick. <laughs> Learn to take a joke. Thank you so much. Give it up for your host. Have a good night. Rachel Friedland, everyone. Yeah. Right. With that, we've made it through the Jew block of the show. Uh, so, rest assured, only goys from here on out are the real chosen people, obviously, numerically. We clearly are not the chosen people, just numbers-wise. Um, the, uh, the curator and producer of this show, Joanne Schindley, who'll be up in a little bit, uh, kindly asks that if you come in and out, please use the non-squeaky door which is the one that says venue on it, if you can read. If you can't read, well, hopefully you'll get hit by a car. But um, the other way around? I can't hear you. The squeaky one is the one that says uh, venue. Oh, well, whatever doesn't squeak. <laughs> Test them both, I guess. <laughs> just squeak a little bit, and then be like, oh, that's the wrong one, and then move to the other one, I guess. So just a light test, because this venue is too stupid to put... This one squeaks on it, so it's just... Okay, oh, fuck, fuck, that's the wrong door. WD-40. WD-40. Someone fix this right now. Um, okay, so that housekeeping out of the way. Thanks, Joanne. Luckily, I'm quick on my feet, and I saved that one for you, because it was making me look like a fucking idiot. Okay? I'm trying to record me sounding stupid for the rest of time. Okay? Send me in some type of podcast trap, so I sound like a jackass. Not like I have it all night, okay? You guys have been just wit, just, oh my God, the wit on this guy. I'll be dead in two years, don't worry about it. Anyways, um, excited to die. Aren't you, a little bit? See what it's like? Yeah, woo! Super poorly dying, fuck yeah! Who needs life when death awaits us all? Nazi, how are you holding up? You seem uba pissed uba pissed right now, so uba pissed crouch your face in your Nazi hands, okay hot, no I'm not talking to you anymore Radler, we got a different fucking bone to pick, okay this is something that you didn't even walk you walked in on this eternal fight they're Nazis now too you have a short haircut be weird if you were a Nazi. <laughs> it would be a straight, it'd be like, I, I hate Jews too. You're like, we hate you though. So it would be a weird double hate. I think the Nazis should diversify and get some black Nazis, I think. Oh, that's the Nation of Islam, I forgot. That's fine. Um, same shit, different skin color. Well, here we go. Anyways, uh, I'll never get booked in this town again. Hell yeah, loving it. Oh, who the fuck cares? Uh, your next comic, um, well, I just had to loop the room a little bit because whatever I just said will be uh, washed away as a sea of innocence by the next comic. He's the only, la he's the last rock star comedian that we have. His shirt will tell you so, and you'll get to see his bulge as he walks on stage. Please, my friends, family, give it up for Kyle Harbert. <laughs> 
my hands were full and I don't hate to shake hands with uh, Jews because I could pass for a Jewish woman that doesn't shake hands with men. Okay, all right. Come on, I have, en I'm an I have engineering degrees. I'm uh, one of the chosen people by capitalism, not this worthless Godfellow. I mean, like, by things that actually matter. Okay, hey, I, I apologize. I have my notes here because I left all the jokes that I wrote in the printer like a proper engineer would. Left it at home. I um I don't want also uh, real quick. I don't want to see anybody get all liquored up and get behind the wheel of a motor vehicle tonight. Um, you should get behind the wheel of a country like Donald Trump does when he drives wasted. So do that. <laughs> do something really fucking reckless with your life. Donald Trump, like I was, I'm not one of those phone obsessed people. I uh I I, I I am now because John Hinckley's out of the loony bin and he's living at his mom's house. This whole world can turn around in like one day. And the only part that isn't funny about that is that I have to explain why Jodie Foster's blowing some guy with such conviction. And there's three people. I know, I'll still tell that joke. Hey, go home and look up John Hinckley, you fucks, and realize why you should be looking at your phone every five fucking seconds. Also, I can't remember anything. God damn it. This is, ah, uh, this is the golden age of being full of shit, isn't it? Like, you don't even die. You can be as dumb as you fucking want. It's like, and I always say, like, oh, we fact-checked it. We fact-checked it. What religion did fact-checking ever defeat? Like, fact-checking hasn't won a single fight in 2,000 years. It is the worst bet ever. It's like L. Ron Hubbard is the kid that Gene Roddenberry would have the fuck David Koresh, and his facts can't even win against that. You fucking losers. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be embarrassed when the aliens show up. They're just gonna be like, take us to your leader, and like, hey, you sure you don't want to meet Beyonce? Because uh, it's not so good right now. It's like our planet has fleas that they, you don't want any of this. You fucking suck. And then everybody's gonna ask him all these dumbass questions, like, hey, hey, have you seen the light of Jesus? And they're like, yeah, I think we plowed through some of that on the way here. It sucked. If only they would have been just a little, just a couple light years closer, they could have met Lemmy. Instead of Donald Trump. Ah, so, yeah, I know, right? So Fox News, everybody complains about it. It's basically child porn. It's not porno of children, it's porno for children, okay? And it's a lot like the History Channel, because the History Channel is just like World War II. They're just always bombing countries. America, yeah! Cause, and it's weird, because the History Channel is just like regular porno. Like regular porno, you're beating off, you're beating off, and you're beating off, and you're about to come, and it cuts to the guy's face. You're like, shit, I'm queer. But then, you're trying to beat off to the History Channel. Like, ah, it's America's hard dick penetrating Europe. But then it cuts to the guy's face. It's World War II, the guy's face is FDR. You just blew a load of the New Deal, you socialist. You fucking creep. <laughs> Speaking of religions, it's like, I think the alt-facts business, it's almost, that's not even about facts, that's more or less religious freedom. <laughs> nah, I don't, I don't need reason. If you believe in the Bible, I can fucking read whatever website I want and decide it's true, and there is no reason. Okay, all right, I beat that one to death. Oh, also... And yeah, and, and patriotism is its own religion. And uh, I think patriotism is a lot like uh, proposing to the first chick you fucked. Just because I was insider first doesn't mean I didn't need to be in love with any of it. If the United States got taken over, like, well, I mean, it's like Native Americans, they put on like dances to like preserve their culture. Like if, if the United States got taken over today, what, what are we just gonna do? We're gonna, or we wouldn't do that. We're gonna put up like a, throw up a fake cardboard Walmart in the school gymnasium and like pretend to shop at it. This is what our culture used to be before the great catastrophe. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. I got family values. Can somebody tell me what the fuck that is? 
I got family values. It's like political special sauce. Everybody knows what it, everybody has it, I guess, but nobody knows what it consists of. Is that Thousand Island or Intolerance? What am I tasting right there? I just thought I meant that you think Jesus and pro wrestling are both real. I got, I got a stick family in the back of my car. I got family values. You fucking hypocrite. I saw one of those things that was made out of guns. It was like a 50 caliber dad, AR-15 mom, Desert Eagle daughter, and the son was just Calvin pissing bullets onto a middle school. America! And uh, by the way, I, I'm way too involved in your life where I'm stuck in traffic and you have a fucking stick family with like eight angel babies lined up. What the fuck is that? Who's driven behind that piece of shit? Thank you for involving that before I've eaten, eaten breakfast. You fucking... Are you some kind of like the abortion activist that's counting miscarriages? Like what, is, what, what was your scoring mechanism? Jesus Christ. And by the way, given the number of miscarriages it takes to produce a viable pregnancy, I think we probably have a haunted pussy problem at this point. Like, think about all those ghosts in the goddamn vagina. That's what, this is what the, the, the all-female Ghostbusters should have been. It should have just been renegade experimental gynecologists that are sneaking up across the border to Texas to unhaunt pussies because those are the worst kinds of ghosts. They're like multiplying inside of you and, and, you, and your government says that it has rights now. No, you can't bust that ghost. You gotta shit a ghost baby out or something. All right, that was fun. Okay. Speaking of myth, oh God, the horrible. I don't get why people have pride in their hair. I got pride of my heritage. You didn't do anything. You just, you fell out of somebody. It's like, no, and I, I'm going to pretend that it's, it's like, you, I love the Steelers, but you know, you're not on the fucking team. What the fuck do you care? I got pride of my heritage. And it's like, when you think of all the sex that it took to create somebody, it's not, it's not braggable. It's like, because like, especially like Stone Age times, it's like, they, like, when you think of poor people now, oh, you ain't got a pot to piss in. Like, they didn't have cloth to mop fucking up. Like, all the hay that you're sleeping in is clumping together like you're sleeping on frosted mini-wheats. Good times. I'm proud of my fucking heritage. Seriously, I, I, I wish Ancestry.com would list if the pregnancies were even wanted. Like, go ahead. Go ahead and search. Let's see how much of your family tree would have just pruned itself. Oh, we knew that was inbreeding. It didn't show up because we didn't do it for enough generations. But that was definitely some sister fucking right there. All right, that's fun. Uh, also, it's like I, I got proud of my heritage. I think your mom just wanted to get backstage at Molly Crew. I mean, it, but she got there, and I'm proud of it. <laughs> Given our fucked up genetics, I don't even get why we risk having our own children at this point. Like, why would you use to smash your fucking pussies and dicks together and hope for the best? Like, especially in this day and age with like like technology, like you can just throw a load into a 3D printer; it'll make you a pretty one that isn't fucked up. Instead, we're just doing this. And this is like, and by the way, I'm proud of my heritage. It's like, how much, how much of the sex was even consensual, fuckface? It's like, well, everybody's fucked up in the sack doing violent shit and scratching each other because we basically have Bill Cosby's rap sheet for DNA at this point after all these horrible, horrible fucking years. Yeah, take that. It's like, oh yeah, go ahead, pull my hair. And who's your daddy, okay? Genghis Khan, statistically. Uh... Now pull my heritage, I'm proud of it. Ta-da! I know, it's horrible. I'm proud of my heritage, okay. Everybody has their idea of what the apocalypse, what the, what the apocalypse is gonna be. 
And I think it's actually do good or white chicks get hold of a time machine. They're just like, send it back in time to stop all the rape. No, 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 wait. <laughs> like 99% of people don't exist now. And pretty much all the animals. <laughs> Seriously, Marty McFly would fade right out of the Polaroid if they did that. You know how creepy, <clears throat> excuse me, I hit puberty last Thursday. I'm proud of my heritage. My voice cracks when I'm 36. Uh, Marty McFly fades right out of the Polaroid because of course Crispin Glover, really creepy in that movie. Marty wouldn't have survived the rapture. Ta-da, again. Okay, also, I'll get out of here on this. I think um, people like, especially I got proud of my heritage and I'm gonna get buried. Like, yeah, all the rape it took to make me completely justified, carve it into a stone and leave it there so it can take up real estate for fucking ever. You fucking dicks. No, and fuck off with this circle of life business, okay? I want to be married, I, I want to be buried, sealed in a, in a box, uh, wearing blood diamonds and soaked in formaldehyde so my molecules can never give back to the environment. And again, of course, the real estate. I think you should pay more for rent so I can be buried within the city limits, you fucking prick. Other countries are smart. They just chuck you on the roof and wait for vultures to eat you. Huh? Isn't that smart? I don't know what you do later. I guess you just like take the bones down later, like Christmas is over, like in February. Like, I guess we better get that shit down. And this is in India, by the way, where they use too much pesticides. And guess what? It killed all the vultures. <laughs> I don't know. I guess they have to use drones now, which really cheapens death down to like an Amazon return. We sent grandma back to the internet. Be happy about it. People also believe in reincarnation, which is stupid. It's like, oh, if you're really good, you can come back as a tiger. Like, tigers can't fly, dickless. Why the fuck are you doing that, okay? Also, what's gonna happen is a tiger, a Chinese guy's gonna hunt you down and eat your balls for a boner he's not gonna get. Good job, buddy. Way to suck it up and be a good person. What you need to do is drink just enough booze and get wasted and be an asshole enough to come back as a fruit bat. Because fruit bats, they eat so many fermented kumquats, they're flying around in the sky. Scientists had to like pull one over and like, what the fuck? And it's like twice the legal limit and they're completely fine. It's a rock and roll goddamn animal. You just hang out. I, 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 I don't even know how they would achieve that. I think they're bats because it's just you know, the generations of fetal alcohol syndrome. They're just all deformed and like low birth weight that they can fly at this point. It's, it is, it's a rock and roll animal. You just hang out in your frat cave, just piss on the floor. Who gives a shit? I learned to sleep on the ceiling. I'm made of fucking leather. We just tear out to the night sky, screaming 12 octaves above Judas Priest as a navigational system. Apparently you guys don't like metal enough to be a bat. Okay, fine. You guys can all be good. And I'm out of here. You guys, get, get Jacob Silverman back up here. Maybe I can remember a joke sometime. Kyle Harvard! Uh. Tasty shit. So the clearing begins. Well, two more comics left. Are you guys cool? It was intense, but you know, look, everybody's still alive. Weird words don't really hurt people. Okay, so we're good. Um, what a strange concept. Uh, two more comics left. Uh, your next comedian is the... Uh, Truly the host and producer of the show. I'm just filling in for her because she was out, but she's going to drop in and do a little guest set on her own show. So please, if this is whoever clapped earlier, I was like, who wants to just see Joanne? Well, this is for you. For They were like, oh, I just want to see her. Fuck the rest, and that's fair. Well, now you get to, okay? You're happy. We're happy. You're happy. You're not happy. You're kind of happy. You're fucking alone and happy, which is great. We're fine. Please, everybody, Joanne Schinderly. Yeah.
Jake Silverman. Thank you, what a nice intro. And thank you for wanting to see me. Oh my God, my parents don't even want that. That's amazing. That's amazing. Mom, are you listening? You're not. Okay. Jake likes hugging me because he likes the way my armpits smell, and he tells me that constantly. And it's like halfway exciting, and also then I go home and cry, but that's fine. It's totally fine. You're like, is it good or bad? I'm still alone, so <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Does anyone fuck with allergies this season? Woo! Yeah, right? Don't fuck me. Fuck those trees. Right? God, and where my Zyrtec heads at? Yeah, Claritin. Anyone fucking with Claritin? Ooh, more outnumbered. What about Allegra? <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Can't. St I mean, you're probably a delight, but uh, Allegra. I was on Allegra for years, and it was it was great. It was the only remedy I had, and then. And then a gentleman caller of mine left me for a girl named Allegra. And I had a, I had a full stop, you know. Called the doc, and I was like, switch it up! <laughs> Sad! I couldn't do Allegra anymore. But I hope it was working for you and for my ex. Just kidding, that was years ago. Um, yeah, dude, allergies got nuts this season. Depression also got crazy. A lot of people jumped off bridges. And a lot of people were sniffling because of mold. <laughs> but I, I went to, my allergies got so bad, it manifested itself into a rash all over my face, neck, and beautiful, beautiful chest. <laughs> This is consent language, because I'm amplified and I'm asking for it. This rash that I had all over my chest got so bad that I took myself to the dermatologist because I love spending money on made-up careers. So I went there and I was like... And this quote-unquote doctor looked at me with his quote-unquote trained eye and without skipping a beat goes, yeah, that's mold. <laughs> Doc, I'm sorry, it sounded like you said, yeah, that's mold. Yeah, that's mold. No, 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 not registering. It's not registering. I'm so sorry. It sounded like you said, yeah, that's mold. It was, yeah, the pollen from the trees is attaching itself to your skin and creating mold. <laughs> Doc! <laughs> I know I'm a garbage human, but now you're telling me that I'm rotting trash? That is too much for one brand! I'm trying to get some ice on this left digi. How am I supposed to nab a cock down if I have mold on my body? He just walked out, threw me some cream. And I was like, I'm never going to get married before my sisters. This is, this is my fate. That's a lie, both my sisters are happily married, so it's just me and the mold! <laughs> Fucking ever. <laughs> I am going through a breakup as constantly, I am. But this time, I'm just like perpetually in a breakup scenario, just revolving door of breakups. But this one was different because the words 
we're breaking up were never officially said. What was said was, <laughs> I'm going vegan. <laughs> we're dead. Like this is, are you kidding me, vegan? Because have you ever met a vegan that wasn't an asshole? You haven't, you know that you haven't. Everyone's side-eyeing their friend like, no, you're fine. <laughs> Pieces of shit. <laughs> so angry all of the time. I've never met a calm vegan in my fucking life. <laughs> cool, you guys are uncomfortable. <laughs> but you know I'm right. <laughs> but I really did love this dude. I think I loved this dude. You know that moment when it clicks when you're like, oh, I love you, you know, and you say it and you, like vomit follows the word behind it. But like I had that moment, you know? We were laying in bed together. He was so sweet and innocent. It was a hard day. It was late at night. It was a hard day of me just sitting at my computer going, Twitter, and him like saving the world. You know, it was difficult. <laughs> and we're laying in bed together, and I just got to that sweet spot where you're just like calm, cool, collected. Like, I'm gonna just start snoozing right now. And he looks over at me and he goes, Babe, will you please do me a favor? And I'm like, Oh my God, fuck. But I want this relationship to work, you know? So it's like, no, Joanne, soldier up. Just do it, just say yes, stop being a cunt. You can do this, takes two to tango. Relationships, it's two people, not you anymore. You're gonna do it, you got this. It's like the internal monologue. So I'm just like, yeah, babe, what can I do for you? He looks at me so innocently and he goes, will you please give me a blowjob? Are you fucking kidding me? Yes! What? I thought you were gonna ask me to get up and turn off the light. Which is like, something I can't do while laying down. Like, fuck, turn over, we're in this. Oh my God, I fell in love, you know? Because blowjobs aren't that hard. They're not. Really, to do a blowjob, you just need like a round mouth and somewhat of a bicep. Like, that's it. A toddler could do it, honestly. I'm not saying they should. You're saying historically they have. Thank you guys. I'm Joanna Joy, your headliner. Joanne Schinderly. All right, coming up to the final comedian, just one announcement before, uh, this show is a free show, so if you guys have a couple bucks to donate at the end, there'll be a tip jar. If not, just look down and ignore that it was there in the first place, <laughs> like most people do with art. Anyways, um, <laughs> that being said, uh, your comic who is headlining the show is another LA guy, super funny. I'm glad that he's in town for a couple weeks. He's absolutely hilarious. Please give it up for Simon Gibson, everybody. come up to. Um, I got here late, didn't have it. 
What's up, P-Town? Hi. Uh, I've been living in L.A. for uh, about 10 years. Uh, but yeah, Hey, thank that. you. Uh, all right, let's calm down. Uh, I got, I'm going to be up here for a while, morons. Let's just keep it down. <laughs> Those are all my friends. Um, uh, I invited them to the comedy night, and I was like, uh, what's going to go wrong? They're not going to heckle me during my own set. <laughs> I've been living in L.A. for a decade, but I was born and fucking raised in Portland, Oregon. Anyone else? Give it up if you're fucking from here. One. Unbelievable. I hate this town! I hate you! And I come from the real part of Portland, you know what I mean? Come from the real part of Portland, baby! The real shitty part of Portland, baby. 130th in division. Ever been there? Jesus Christ. It is Mad Max out there. Juggalo sightings. Puka shell necklaces are still worn. Jayco jeans, you bet. I saw a man riding a hover-round scooter while also pushing a Razor scooter. And I was like, which one of those did he steal? The answer's both. Um, he killed that family. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a pretty uh, patriotic guy. Uh, and I usually start off my set uh, by asking the crowd to give a salute to the real heroes of this country, everyone working in customer service. Salute them right now, you 10% tipping. Give it up right now, rich kid! Because there's no business like customer service business when you gotta find arts major degree. Here's your latte for 15 years. There's no business like customer service business. I've attempted suicide to get out of loans. But I can't do it, I'm a pussy. They're ah, not gendered. All right. <laughs> Straight white male <laughs> doesn't know what to say anymore. <laughs> Am I being blocked? I. <laughs> Straight white male come in to get you. Straight white male gets everything he wants. Straight white male come in to get you. Straight white male, but he's always sad inside. Uh, straight white male. Leeching off others' ideas. Straight white male. Then passing them off as his own. Uh, the other one. Straight white male. Can't seem to get it right. Straight white male. But he'll keep getting opportunities in the industry. Uh, uh, forever. <laughs> I've been on TV, in my mind. Um, no, yeah, that's a, a character I'm working on called Straight White Male. It's for SNL. It's part of my SNL audition. And uh, 
It's a, he's a wrestler. Uh, and he walks out to that song, gets in the ring, and then just pins himself immediately. Like, I always win! <laughs> oh, he feels guilty! Uh, <laughs> I got sidetracked. Uh, customer service. Um, I worked at customer service for like 15 years. Uh, and I think everyone should, uh, to be a citizen in this country, you should have to slice deli meat at a safe way. You know what I mean? Because those people are in rough shape. Have you? Ugh, give them a hug, you know? Um, but working at customer service, uh, you know, I don't do it now. I'm kind of a big deal, whatever. <laughs> give me money. Uh, I, uh, working at customer service, it, it teaches you, like, the best skill. And uh, I think everyone should have the skill. Uh, and I possess it, and it is, I can immediately spot a piece of shit. <laughs> and our president does this all the time, so he's shown you. Uh, it's anyone who walks into a restaurant and does this. <laughs> anyone who pinches their fucking fingers together, like, let me get an almond chai. Dirty. You stupid servant trash. <laughs> I need that prosciutto slice. Paper thin, dumb deli worker, idiot! I'm rapping it around cantaloupe, you dumb trash water, fuck face, no talent, fat fuck! That one was a personal attack on me. I actually wrote that joke about Jake Gyllenhaal, but I... Uh, I legally can't do that joke anymore. <laughs> He's like, let me get a bone-dry cappuccino, non-fat. And, uh, and that's it. Um, <laughs> oh, man. You know when you're, like, sweating on stage and you're like, this is the most I've worked out in months. Uh, <sighs> I, uh, yeah, I'm visiting town, and, uh, Every time I come back here, I always have less friends. I don't know if that ever happens to anyone. But like every time I go back home to visit, like I think that my friends are gonna be like super excited to see me. You know, and it's gonna be this big reunion and they're just gonna be like waiting for me on the fucking airport, you know? It's like, oh, we love you. Uh, but really I show up and they're like, I'm 35 and married. I'm gonna fucking kill myself. Get away from me. <laughs> Uh, but I used to like think it would be like that song, The Boys Are Back in Town. You know that song? And, uh, and really I just kind of realized that that song is just about your worst friend. You know? Who moves away and then comes back and tries to ruin your life. You know what I mean? It's like, guess who just got back today? A dangerous, self-destructive alcoholic <laughs> named Jeff. Yeah. Montage of that song is Jeff. He just shows up at your house real late. And he's like, come on, dude, let's party. And you're like, mm, my wife's trying to sleep. Can you keep it down? And he's like, shut up, dude. Your wife's a fucking bitch. Boys are back in town. Boys are back in town. And you're like, get out of here. You're like kicking him out. Get the fuck out of here, Jeff. He's like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't want to wake up your gay son. What? The boys are back in town. A squirrel He's on your front lawn, like, I miss high school. <laughs> 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 
Jeff was a real guy from high school who really killed himself. We kind of saw it coming, but we did not do anything about it. I feel kind of guilty. Just went it in it. He had all those signs of a depressed alcoholic, but we were like party friends, and I was like, well, it's fine. He's got the drugs, he's got the good drugs. I'll let what he just said slide, and that's fine. We're not even that close anyway. I mean, Phil figured out. His name was actually Justin. Uh, he's dead. Okay. Uh, you know, I just got out of a hot relationship. Uh, back on the market. Back on the market. Uh, I just need every woman in here to know. That I am single, ready to clingle. Ready to latch onto a woman, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't care! <laughs> Help me feed the darkness! <laughs> I need you to make me feel better about myself. Uh, single, ready to clingle. Would you like to meet my mom? I've already met yours somehow. Uh, and she loves me. It's all in the hips. I think that was a Twix commercial. Uh, um, I gotta get out of here, y'all. Uh, I do. Uh, what a shame. Uh, but I, you know, I just want you guys to know, uh, this is the best I've ever done. Uh, thank you! This is the best show in Portland. Probably. I think if I didn't do well, it would be the worst. But because I did, I was tolerated by this Portland crowd of everyone I invited personally. Uh, these are all my family and friends. And, uh, <laughs> I can't do bad in front of my family and my friends again. <laughs> Fuck off, Portland.
Wolf. 